you're listening to Caddy Wampus. So who loves the X-Men? Me. Hmm. Me. Most people. Most I people. Think. I mean, box office receipts of Dark Phoenix would lead you to believe otherwise. Wait, we're we saying X-Men like as the con- X-Men as or just like, okay, as a concept, not not the three good X-Men movies. I think Wait, there's three. That's pause. an interesting debate. Which which, which three? Two, uh, First Class and Days of Future Past. Okay. So you don't you don't count like Deadpool or Logan? No, or... I don't count. Ca- I'm counting any ensemble film. They're all ensemble films. Like, like every the, every would, movie with cons- Wolverine has like eighteen other X Men. I would it. consider Logan to be in that category. And it's pretty good. Okay, so four. Exactly. Well, Logan probably has the least amount of mutants. It's still like six. Yeah, that's true. I liked Logan a lot, but I didn't care too much for the ending. Deadpool kinda... only had like okay. Three. Any of the ones that had the words X Men in the title? So where does so X Men Origins Wolverine rank? <laughs> Bottom, oh, the very God. fucking bottom. Uh, it's pretty bad, yeah. Hold on, is, is Origins Wolverine the one where he loses his regeneration ability? No, that's the Wolverine in. Which and at least that Japan. one had things that were okay about it. I like the first two. Yeah, X there were the stakes yes. in that movie, which well, was nice. That that movie doesn't realize it's over after Act Two because, like, the whole arc is I want to be alone, and then he um, rescues Yukio from the Silver Samurai's son. And they have a uh, very meaningful uh, sword fight um, in the rain and the lightning. And he has this line of, stay away from my friend. And you're like, oh, an arc. And then there's like 40 more minutes where he has to go fight a robot. (laughs) I don't remember any of that. And maybe that's for the best. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. Other than that, not a bad movie. (laughs) First two acts are great. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we read... Marvel's Hoxpox. Hoxpox. We read Hoxpox. <laughs> God, I hate it. I hate that. Who House, came up with that? I'm House slapping of, you House right of, now. House of X and Powers of Ten is what it's actually called. It's not called Powers of Ten? No, it's House of X it's and Powers, Powers of, 10. of Ten. Before we get into discussing it, why didn't he make it just one book? It's Because it really, it's telling one overarching story, but... One is really telling the story of Moira and her involvement, and the other one is telling the story of the current the, of the of I, current X Men and their futures going how, forward. I just so, feel like I couldn't read one without the other. No, I no, think, that's, I, think, I don't. Oh, that's why there was a, a reading order on the back of each issue. Right. I, I think that Jonathan Hickman. So for anyone, okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, Jonathan Hickman, who is who is a, a very well regarded, in my opinion, rightfully so, well regarded. Uh, comic book writer um, who's known for his in- intricate design work as well has done kind of three has done two big runs for Marvel before notably on Fantastic Four and then notably on the Avengers leading to the new Secret Wars that kind of rebooted the Marvel Universe about five years ago he's returned to Marvel to write reboot the X-Men although he re- he's really not rebooting it turns out he's kind of doing the opposite he's like actually like everything counts plus more you know like and the way Marvel was pitching this is that there's like this is the fourth epoch of the X Men that like the X Men have like so there's in there's there's X Men number one which is you know the beginning of the X Men giant size X Men number one in the seventies which was the introduction of Claremont's run and then Grant Morrison's new X Men and then this is the next big evolution of the X Men book they're right um, <laughs> yeah, they're very right it is it was, really does it was not misleading marketing. It is the best X-Men has been in a very long time. It, I, I've read... All, I liked all new X-Men a lot. Bendis' all new X-Men? Yeah. I did too. 
but it's definitely it, better. In retrospect, this, it, that feels like a half measure yeah. <laughs> to, what, to what John Because this does. is a wonderful way to say that, yeah, everything counts. And here's this one character that everyone would have considered trivial, that she really was a trivial character up until this point. Now she is literally the crux of the entire X-Men universe. So two big things to take away from this relaunch. One, Moira McTaggart is now actually a mutant who has the power of reincarnation and has seen the future and realizes that the, the mutants lose no matter what. The other big takeaway, AI and machines are a inevitable reality for humanity. And really, it's not about humans versus mutants. It's ultimately about mutants versus machines. Humans creating the Sentinels is the first step towards this sort of cybernetic AI future that will ultimately be not only the death of, of mutants, but the death of all reality at some point, which ties in, which does tie into the larger Marvel universe. If this sounds confusing, don't worry. There are charts. Yeah. Lots and lots, lots of oh charts. My God. And I, thank God, because otherwise I would they, be so lost. I, I don't have a problem saying those charts are some of my favorite parts of the entire run. So he did this in his indie work all the time. He had these really cool design elements like that. He kind of pulled away from it when he went to Marvel. His Fantastic Four run doesn't really need it. I actually think his Avengers run could have used a lot more charts. Like, <laughs> like, And I think maybe, maybe Marvel was reticent or maybe he was trying to see if he could tell a more traditional story about them. Thank God that like literally 10% of each issue is a chart. <laughs> yeah. Several charts. I, I don't know. I haven't read any new Marvel comics in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're kind of a lapse. You're a lapse Marvel. Yeah. You're a lapse comic guy. Yeah, I, like the only comic I've really kept up with over the last probably three or four years was uh, Walking Dead. Which and, is over. And Invincible, which is over. Buffer over. Um, I've picked up a few Marvel series, like little limited runs, mm -hmm. and just read a few things here and there, but I'm, I'm out of the loop. Last time, like, all new X-Men was the last time I was, like, really into comics. That was, comics. like, 2013, I think. But yeah, so going into this, the first, like, two issues, I was a little a little overwhelmed. I was like, what am I actually reading here? Like, what, what is going the, on? What did I miss? So I was, the time shifts and all yes. that. Like, oh, by the way, here's X1, X to the power of 2, X to the power of 3. And kind of keep up with that so because we're going to be jumping around. So I will say this. As someone who has read every issue of the X-Men, because I'm insane... Wow. Um, and I've kept up with it. And I read comics every week. It was almost as jarring to me. Like, it yeah. is... I think that's actually why it's a really good jumping down point. Because all you kind of need to know is the basics of the X-Men. And he is throwing new stuff. I mean, it's all new stuff. Yeah. Like, he is just... I'm assuming the characters introduced... In the You're supposed to be year. confused. Yeah, but yeah. The, the the new like the characters that are in the talking year about like Cardinal and stuff like that. And yeah, and, I'm assuming the, those are new characters. In the future, they the are. only character that existed before was Nimrod. Okay, that's what I thought. And technically, I mean, the Phalanx is an idea. Yeah, and that concept isn't necessarily X Men exclusive. No, it's not. They were X Men villains originally, but they are part of the larger Marvel universe. Well, no, what no, I'm I mean, saying, like the, actual... the concept of Hive Mind and oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Paradox. superior yeah, 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 and yeah. Like and he's like, like Hickman is taking all the X Men stuff that you might think doesn't make sense, and he literally via charts goes. Actually, this is exactly how it makes sense. 
Yep. It all it's all connected. It, it, he makes it feel like all of the weird continuity stuff over the last forty years is all part of a grand plan, as if like like the, he like this was always building to his story. Like the, yeah, yeah, he found a way to make it feel like there was an X Men sh- like show bible written in like nineteen seventy that we've been following for fifty years. He was skillful. To, it's very mm-hmm. skillful, and it's it, it, it's dense. But I thought it was actually. For how dense it is, it's a fairly quick read, and the, like it yeah. really flows. Yeah, you and once know. you get started, I mean, I think once I got past like the third issue, yeah, I like didn't stop. <laughs> it's kind of, I wanted yeah. to just keep Which going. I'm, I'm kind of jealous that you guys got to read through it all in kind of one sitting right. straightforward because I was reading this week to week as it came out, and by God, the way some of those issues end, you're just like. I can't fucking oh, stand the, this. I the, need I need to know. You mean like with yeah. all the X-Men dead? Right. <laughs> yeah. That, God, that, that blew hurt. my mind. That was crazy. So they cured death, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and we have detailed white papers on how that oh, actually How they works. cured death, why it works, why these six mutants in tandem work mm-hmm. perfectly to allow death to no longer be a problem. And a perfect mix, too, where it's like Proteus who's a very old character. But then also, like, two of Bendis' newer inventions from that run are part of that the, hive. That uh, that Gold Balls guy, all I could think of was the the grape guy. What, what's his name in My Hero Academia with the purple balls? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, grape juice. Gra- <laughs> oh, that's all I can think of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean in, in, in the Bendis run, it was funny. Like, yeah. he was a funny character, and it was kind of joking. He was like, yeah, I know. And he picked that name. He's like, yeah, I know, I know what I'm doing. Like, I, I, like he's kind of in on the joke. Um, but then, but now he's like a, a, a god. Yeah. Well, they're yeah, all gods. I mean, Ma- Magneto, Ma- yeah. what was it? Magneto says, who does it? Magneto says this to someone. It's a goes, your oh, yeah. you're standing amongst gods. Yeah. You stand before gods. Yeah. No, he, he makes that point a few different ways. Yeah. Cause somehow they, Hickman just throws out. Oh yeah. It turns out those gold balls are actually eggs. Yeah. They're unfertilized eggs. Yeah. So basically the X-Men. Moira McTaggart basically using her reincarnation ability convinces Charles and Magneto to become proactive members of the mutant race in a, in a different way. So instead of fighting each other or fighting at all, they start building a society and Charles and Magneto recruit a bunch of key players like Forge and Mr. Sinister and all these uh, X-Men characters to cheat death. Forge turns Cerebro into a thing that records the consciousness of all mutants. Mr. Sinister, who was already a geneticist mutant who was collecting DNA, now catalogs all mutant DNA. And then with this hive... So if an X-Man, if any mutant dies, there's a system in place to regenerate their body, bring it back to maturity, and re-imprint their consciousness that is constantly being backed up to right before they died. It only takes, like, does it say, like a week? 40, I thought it was 48 hours. Yeah, something like okay. that. It's short. They yeah. have a weekly update schedule, and then they have a Yeah, they annual... have a weekly backup schedule. Charles yes, they has back got up five once a week. different redundant backups of all of this. And this is all mutants. So the idea is that X-Men who have died 10 years ago, five years ago. So basically what Hickman has said is anyone who's ever died is coming back, except... <laughs> the one. It, well, if you have precognitive abilities... Because if you're a precog, if you can see the future, you can you are a danger to this because Moira knows that the eventual future that she knows about can't be shared. Otherwise, it will come true because I don't. And this is part that I was a, not a little wonky. I like I got it when I read it, but essentially it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, like if you know about it, it will happen. Yeah. Like the humans, the humans will um, 
eventually merge with technology and then become a hive with the phalanx, which will lead to the black hole level destruction of all reality. And therefore, in order to prevent this and order for mutants to win, no one should be able to see the future and therefore be able to prevent Moira from doing this. So they've lied to a few people about who's coming back. We already know Mystique has been lied to. I mean, the other... and then the oh, yeah, yeah. O- the yeah, other Destiny, I think, was the one that she's... They, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mystique's just like, yeah, you're going to bring her back, right? Yeah, sure, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, well, the other thing, they don't bring this up, but I was like, so there's also a thing implied in the book that Moira and Charles knowingly mated with who they mated to create Proteus and Legion because mm-hmm. they needed those level of mutants. Well, Legion's dead girlfriend is also precognitive. And at a certain point, Xavier's son is going to, like, like to me, I'm like, oh, that's a... To me, they would not... He would not point out... He would not name-check Legion and involve Proteus mm-hmm. and point that out and then also drop the thread of, and we can't bring back Precogs. I'm like, oh, no. What happens when Legion shows up? And it's like, so where's my girlfriend? Where's Blindfold? There's a lot of there's a lot of um, dangling threads left where it's like, so what happens if the wrong mind is put in the wrong body? What happens if a mutant <clears throat> is born? Yeah, there's and several then 13 years that. later is a Precog. What are you going to do to this 13-year-old kid? I still think it's really strange how easily they got all of the villains in on it. And I, I, I'm really like, it's it, the whole book as, as a whole, it is very like unsettling seeing all yeah. these people well, so working is a, together. Is and, Apocalypse the new Wolverine? <clears throat> the brooding, I'm here, but I don't. I guess. Kinda. <laughs> like, like from a character stick, because Wolverine's like all in. Yeah. And so Wolverine um, is, is all in, but Apocalypse is now this guy who's like. All right, I'm on your kid, your crazy kid's mission, but I don't know about this. But I, I know it's the right thing to do. I really yeah. liked Apocalypse in this book. Yeah. I thought no, it was he was great, especially so cool. in powers during uh, what was it, X one hundred, one hundred yeah, years 100, into the future. Yeah. Yeah. He was fantastic, actually leading him and old Wolverine. Him and old, yeah, old Wolverine as one of his horsemen. Yeah, Wolverine he was, war. was war, and then he had uh, oh, yeah, the little four horsemen <clears throat> cutout sheet. Krakoa, uh, who is now in Cipher's body, so he mm. can communicate, is pestilent. Or no, he's famine. I think he's famine. Like House of X is all about all the characters you've met before and know before, and then Powers of Ten. It's like here's like I don't know, fifty new characters and sixteen new timelines, and here's a more. Ultimately, like, here, we're going to toss here. it anyway because. These are timelines that we don't want to occur yeah. anyway. Here's a Moira McTaggart that looks like Apocalypse. I'm like, what's that? Yeah. It's one page. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, here's here's her working with Magneto and mm-hmm. dying to the Avengers. Here's yep. her working with Apocalypse as one of his horsemen. Yeah. Here's her as a agent assassin of death going around and hunting all of Bolivar Trask's family. Her ten lives were fantastic. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Well, the other one I thought was, and I'm sure we'll see her again, is we're going to see Rasputin again. That character they created. Oh yeah. The future amalgam of like... It was Nightcrawler. Ileana and, and yeah. Colossus and yeah. Kitty and yeah. Yeah, we're, that's a, that, we're going to get a... That, oh, I can't... I want to see them again because what was, what was the name of the chick that was Magic and Colossus? That's Rasputin. That was Rasputin? That's Rasputin. Oh, Cardinal was the... Uh, Nightcrawler It was one. Nightcrawler and... Uh, I was very confused. I was like, why is there a red Nightcrawler? What is this? I mean, yeah. his dad is red. Yeah. So Nightcrawler's I, dad is Azazel. He's red. Right. No. So I guess that would be his son. Well, they're, they're genetic recreations in the Sinister's pits Yeah, because Mars. Sinister started going on, a, <laughs> going on a project to try to create 
amalgams of different mutants using multiple yeah built specifically for war so i think cardinal was made of two mutants it was there's a whole chart somebody else yeah there was another chart (laughs) there's literally a genetic makeup chart yep yeah it's great First generation, second and they generation. Even, they only gloss over the uh, Sinister's attempt to create a crossbreed of four mutants yeah. that ultimately they all go batshit insane, mm-hmm. decimate all but the last like 10,000 mutants on Earth, and then kill themselves. Oh, by the way, who loved who loved Caddy, Tim Gunn, uh, Mr. Sinister? Oh, I fucking love that. That's a new version. I mean, he's always been a little like, mm, like yeah. caddy, but like <laughs> dialing it up to 11. Jesus. I laughed out loud. How yeah. great was that? Like, it was Mr. like Sinister. why are you wearing a cape? I want a cape. The most boring oh. villain in the goddamn world. I could not. I read all that stuff and I could not care. Just could not bring himself to care. And now I'm like, he's my new favorite character. <laughs> Mr. Sinister is my new favorite character. Yeah. I could not believe it. Someone explain Mr. Sinister to me. I've never read X-Men before this series. Yeah. So Mr. Sinister, I mean, honestly, the book kind of explained all you need to know. He's a he's a genetic. He's obsessed with genetics. He has a million copies of himself just running around. That's new-ish. Um, okay. He's definitely cloned himself before. He's cloned himself before, But the idea yeah. that Bar Sinister, the island, is all him is a little new, I believe. Yeah. Um, but the what he is most famous for in the comics is in after the Phoenix Saga, they wanted to bring Jean Grey back. Jean Grey back. And the way they did that is they retconned it to say Jean Grey was cloned by Mr. Sinister. You know, he's he's a crazy mutant geneticist. He wants to breed the perfect mutants. That's yeah. about it. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like, I know most people don't watch this movie because it's terrible. He kind of reminded me of Dieter Laser from uh, Human Centipede. The doctor. Yeah. yeah the way he's yeah. like, mm, I've created the perfect. Like, you can, like, the way he's written, I'm like, so he's got, like, a German accent right now. Like, like he has to have a German. Look at my cape and look at my. Like, like he's like, <laughs> like look, at, look at what I've done. You can't have all of those heroes and all of those villains in a community mm-hmm. last for very long. Oh, no. It's built so, like, to fail. That's right. what's so yeah. cool so, about like, it. How, how long is it going to take? Until Jonathan Hickman is done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I'm just really... I'd say about 10 years until we need to reboot the X-Men again. Yeah, Yeah, I give it another three. I give it at least a year, one to three years before Krakoa completely collapses on itself. Or Krakoa abandons them. Yeah, like before it all just starts tumbling apart. So, So for anyone who hasn't read it, they're on Krakoa, the living island. Which has willfully allowed itself to be, it's like allowing the mutants to be there, which is also a grave with Sebastian Shaw, who part, because they have the, the Quiet Council of Krakoa. Yeah. It's, it's like 12 of them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's called the Quiet Council. Yeah, and it's, and it's of four different seasons mm-hmm. autumn, summer, fall, and spring. Mm-hmm. Or autumn, summer, winter, and spring. Uh huh. And then there's obviously Cypher is there with Krakoa, and then there's the four captains, and Cyclops is Captain Commander, who's the first among equals. Also, man, they fix Cyclops. They how Cyclops how, is great. how fun is Cyclops in the book? I'm just really interested in the uh, Cyclops Jean Grey. Wolverine I loved X Men number one. So loved yeah, it. that was great. My favorite thing as a longtime fan is mm-hmm. in the comics. Cyclops was you know historically a huge dick, yeah. and abandoned his wife and child when he found out they were a clone, and Jean came back alive, which was terrible. And um, he also uh, left to the X-Men in a huff and then came back and found out Storm was the leader. And I was like, well, then I'll fight you for leadership. And Storm beat him. And he's like, well, fine. And it was just, he's shitty. He was shitty. Um, so what I liked is when he got reborn and Storm is like, prove that you, prove that I know you. And and she, and he was like, and, and they have that moment where he's like, 
you're the strongest leader. And she goes, I learned it from you. And I was like, oh, you fixed it. You <laughs> yeah. fixed it. They're friends. And also Storm's on the council, so I don't feel bad that Cyclops is like the field commander because Storm is above him. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's a political figure now, which makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot more sense in, for her. In the comics, Storm is a huge deal. She was ha- half of Chris Claremont's run, which is the longest run in X-Men history. Most of the stuff you know about X-Men comes from that. Half of that run is Storm is in charge of the X-Men. Xavier is dead. Cyclops is gone. It is Storm is like his main character. Hmm. And that's never really made it to adaptations. She's like a huge deal in the comics, though. Yeah, most of the movies, she's just kind of a background. Even the animated series, she's never been really featured no. in that way. So um, it, it was nice to be like, she's like, of, of all the classic X-Men, she's like, the she's on that council. Because it's like her and Jean are kind of the only like, Field or is Night Nightcrawler right? Her Jean yeah, Nightcrawler, her Jean Nightcrawler make up one ones. of the seasons. Yeah, yeah. Is is it Charles um, Magneto, and Magneto and Apocalypse or Autumn? Yeah, I it's still, it's still I love so it. weird. To uh, me, it's but fantastic. I love it. It's and also you know that's not going to last. <laughs> right. Like Apocalypse, Apocalypse brooding alone while everyone's partying. You're like, oh, this is not going to go well. And I feel like I'm going to feel real bad for Apocalypse somehow. <laughs> I just I I really like the part where. Charles broadcasts out the message to all humankind. And, it's mm-hmm. just like, and mutant kind. And we yeah, see some of the yeah. people who didn't come. And also I loved the, uh, if you're talking about the larger Marvel universe, I liked the, what the 17 countries who disagreed mm-hmm. and uh, what lot various political reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and then Wakanda, which basically Wakanda doesn't does not need, need mutant drugs. Do, doesn't need it. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite. Wakanda's protectorates. Waka- do not need them. Wakanda doesn't trade with anybody. Yeah. Good luck to you guys. Yeah. And where's that Where's that drama when Storm like shows up and is like, because I don't know if you, so you guys are not reading Black Panther. They're back together. They're not like married, but that, they're, they're that's, fucking. That's why I'm saying like, I really want to see how it affects the rest of the Marvel. Yeah. Universe. Like I can't wait. So currently in Ta-Nehisi Coates, Black Panther, he and Storm are like seeing each other again. And I am so excited to see the fallout of that. Interesting. Well, plus there was that great thing with with Reed, with uh, Reed Richards, mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, hey, when your son wants to come live among his family, let me know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was that. Well, also, again, I love Cyclops not being a dick because in the so five years ago or last year, uh, when Cyclops tries to take uh, Sabretooth from Reed, they would have fought, and Cyclops and Reed is like, uh, he committed a crime and we're taking him, and Cyclops is like. I can see this is really important to you. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. We'll deal with this later. We're, it's good we're to see. Get him one it's way or good, well, also, but just the way that Cyclops is like, it's just good to see you again, friend. Like, mm. I don't want to fight you. And I'm like, oh, finally, because Cyclops has been like insane for like ten years, killing and fighting people and taking and, the Phoenix. And... Yeah, it's been a nightmare for that character. I mean, the, I mean, and and so like it was nice to see him just be like, oh, hi, Reed. Like, it's cool to see you guys. Yeah, take him. Don't worry about it. But then that little thing at the end where it's like, yeah, your son, one of the most powerful mutants in the world. Let him know when he wants to show up to his real family. So yeah. who's his son? Uh, Reed and Sue have two kids, Franklin and Valeria. Franklin is a mutant and he is okay. one of the most powerful mutants in the world. He can change reality. To oh, however, whatever he sees fit. Sounds useful. Yeah. He actually saved the world from onslaught, which was the consciousness of Xavier and Magneto formed like Xavier couldn't let go of Magneto. And, you know, in this sort of almost incestual way, formed like a singular consciousness that left Xavier manifested and then tried to kill everyone. And Franklin um, stopped it. Hmm. That was sort of the big reveal of his full potential of powers. And then he, the people who died, he actually slipped them into a pocket dimension. Um, it was like a year long event called heroes were born. 
Or you got it was an excuse to retell the origins of Captain America, the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, uh, Iron Man. Those were the four books, and they were done by Image creators. It was like a whole thing in the nineties, but it kind of revealed Franklin's like power. Like he's really powerful, but he's a mutant. I feel like characters die a lot in comic books. Yeah, but for some reason the uh, Johnny Storm dying and Wolverine dying. I I heard both of those like in the news, for some reason. It was a big deal. The Wolverine thing was marketed as a big deal. The Johnny Storm thing was marketed as a big deal. Um, I just I always I thought it was strange. I think it was like the news was on somewhere, and I I, I heard Marvel's like, marketed oh, hey, a few of them. Obviously, character. Captain America, the death of Captain America. Was yeah, a huge that was in the deal. news. I remember that one. I'm trying to think of the other ones that it done. just it just seems strange to me because most of the time when a character dies, they're gonna be back. Next week, sometimes I mean <clears> they <throat> kept. Um, I mean, Wolverine, Wolverine was... stayed dead for a lot longer. Wolverine than I thought he died was. for like five years. Yeah. I was impressed with their restraint. Yeah. Now, granted, well, they introduced like six other Wolverines. Right. Yeah. They they killed Logan, but then they put out like six different Wolverine well, the, books. The, Laura became the new Wolverine, and then Old yeah. Man Logan stuck around after Secret Wars. Were any of those worth reading? Actually, I thought both books were pretty good. Actually, because I read the death like. All New Wolverine was good, and and Old Man Logan was good. There's been, I mean, there's always good stuff, you know. There's definitely trends of stuff that doesn't work, but there's always, like... There's always at least one good book. Yeah, or more. (laughs) Usually more. Like, I mean, you know, like, people have talked about how Marvel's kind of lost their way, but for the last, okay, like, just last year, Miss Marvel ended, so for ten years, there was one of the best books published ever. Miss Marvel was from Marvel, you know. I really liked the, um... Spider-Women... Yeah, Spider Gwen, Spider yeah. Woman, and Silk. Uh, Silk. That was a fun run. Yeah, I liked that a lot. That that was kind of around the same time as all new X Men, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like right and after. Spider Gwen was the one that kept going. Yeah, and then ended with issue like in the ish the thirties. Yeah, and then it got rebooted with a new writer, and I it wasn't for me. It was fine. I just they the creators told their story, and I was like, oh, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like Miss Marvel or Miles where Bendis uh, left and G Willow Wilson left and. So, they're fine. It's still good. You know, we're like, you're right. And now they're part of the universe and we can move forward. Spider-Gwen was kind of finite, but obviously she's so popular that they want to keep it going. What does, um, what does Miles do right now? Whatever a spider can. I mean, like... Boom! <laughs> so Ooh. are there... Good night! Are there, like, two Spider-Man books right now? Like a, Yeah, there's, uh, there's, yes. there's, there's, yeah, there's Amazing Spider-Man and then just, um, is it just... I think it's just Spider-Man. Just Spider-Man. It's by yep. Solid and Ahmed, um... Last, so, so last was, time I knew what he was up to was all new X Men because that's what brought yeah. him into the universe and everything. But well, Secret Wars brought him into the universe. Okay, but yeah. then that book was, I guess, taking place alongside it. Well, there was a yeah, 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 and so that well, what happened in that book is Miles teamed up with them and they ended up back in the Ultimate Universe. Oh, okay. For like a quick little diversion, because one of Bendis's last things before he went to DC was um, surprise, the Ultimate Universe still exists. I know we killed it, but I didn't. Oh, it's just Miles Morales Spider-Man. Okay, so that's yeah. That's what I was like. Is one called Peter Parker Spider-Man? One called Miles? No, it's just Miles Morales Spider-Man. It's Amazing Spider-Man, and I feel like the title of Amazing Spider-Man. They're keeping them both as Spider-Man, but there can't be two Spider-Women because Gwen's officially changed her name to To Ghost Ghost Spider, Spider, which I fucking hate. Ghost Spider. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. It should just be Spider Ghost. If you're gonna use Ghost, Spider Ghost, or none of that. Yeah. I mean, I would rather her just go by Spider Gwen. Like, I ghost spider. Fucking hate it. Does she have a new outfit? No. Nope. She just changed her name because there was already a spider woman. Mm-hmm. But there can be two spider man. Mm-hmm. But, uh-huh. And also the current spider woman, there's also like three others anyway. Yeah. Is Silk still around? 
I'm sure she's still she's around. She's still around. We just don't I mean, see her, her character never died, but yeah. she doesn't show up. She's kind of off the board right now. What's um, what is uh, Spider Woman doing now? Because this she... is a fun. This is a fun conversation where Brian just asks us what's happening. Yeah, what's, <laughs> yeah, what's, what's happening? Because I'm very <laughs> new podcast very idea. Brian asks us questions about. So what's up with fans. Daredevil? Yeah, <laughs> what's he doing? Still blind? Yeah. <laughs> I think long story short is I need to start reading some more comics. When Dan Slot <laughs> time. When Dan Slot left Spider Man, there was kind of a the line kind of shrank back down and they're like, let's let's go back to basics a little and let's relaunch Amazing Spider Man and slowly roll out other Spider Man books. So we're kinda of, they're just kinda of, they did they have started a new black cat book that is great. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun. So yeah. what uh where do you think this uh Hawkspox is going? Hawkspox uh to Dawn of X. Right, Docs. But, <laughs> docs. Docs. But yeah, rocks. so so what what <sighs> Rock. 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 I know there's like four or five books that are it's like planned six. or six. Yeah. But I don't know like, what come. what do you think is gonna happen? I, I think we're gonna I uh, the two things that stood out to me were no precogs and um that sentence there has never been it is unknown what will happen if a mind is placed into a different body. I'm like, okay, well, those two things have to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that, that's that got to happen. Yeah, that thing yeah. with the body, uh, mind yeah. and body thing isn't just mentioned once. It's mentioned in two different sheets. Well, plus there's the thing of Proteus. So Proteus can't stay in a living body, so they're making him husks. So what happens when Proteus gets into the wrong body? What happens when Proteus dies and his mind has to go? You know, like, there's a lot of stuff that can happen. You know, what yeah. happens when Apocalypse goes... I'm not so sure about this. Although I really liked how Exodus was all in the villain Exodus. Yeah, he's the one who's like he was the one who told Shaw like no 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 the land is sacred. Yep. Like like well, this is Eden. You know we we can't you know no property. You know. I really that the trial of uh, Sabretooth was awesome. It was great. Pretty badass. That was so cool. You know, and I liked and, and and I think that's something that Hickman really shows is he really has a handle on like. The voices of all the characters, even if they're new, it's just like you get it. Like, like I've never like I've like Exodus barely existed in the '90s. He was more of a trading card than a villain. Yeah. He showed up like once or twice in a very artist-driven era. That there's no character, you know, there's no set character to Exodus, and he gives that character what like three lines, and I'm like, got it. Yeah, cool. I know who this guy is. He's the villain who's probably he's the villain who's on board, and they make that point where he's like he's devout, and they're like, well, we know how that can go. He's too ideological, you know. You're like, okay, like Hickman. I think he just gets it. He's and he's also really able to transmit what he's going for really quickly with the characters. So I'm hoping that well, we're going to see more of these characters. And now that I've read it, all of the books that are spinning out of it are all way more interesting to me mm. because they're very clear concepts now. Where I go, well, what, what, what is this? What? Oh, another new mutants. I'm like, no, no, no. This island is constantly getting new children. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now we get to see some of these new kids. You know, okay. That like, was another thing that I thought that was fantastic was let's have this council. Let's lay out our laws. What three, are our laws? The, three the laws first of law, the most important of all laws is no killing humans. Mm-hmm. A mutant must never kill a human. No killing humans. And don't forget to fuck. Yep. That <laughs> make, was amazing. Make more mutants. The land is sacred. Yep. Pretty easy. Nightcrawl, yeah. Nightcrawler Night just sits up and goes. We need to make go more. forth and multiply. Man, that, Nightcrawler, that, are you suggesting that we just all fuck? Benjamin Hickman tweeted: A group of crows is called a murder. A group of mutants is called an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I loved about X Men number one too. Was just 
They don't really explain it. So they're all just living together, right? Yeah, they're just all living together, and then all of a sudden you see a chart of everybody's rooms. Why do Gene, Cyclops, or Gene, uh, Cyclops, and Wolverine's rooms all connect with doors? Oh. I also like how... uh, Oh. I also like so. Pol- Nobody else's rooms do that. <laughs> yeah. I liked how Polaris, uh, the the uh, the green haired kind of daughter mm-hmm. of Magneto, so she is Havoc's ex wife. Okay. And Cyclops' brother, Havoc. So I liked how she was like. I liked the kind of offhand comment of like, I'm not really ready to go to that house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <ooh. laughs> I don't think I want to live with you. I'll bang you, but I don't think I don't, I'm coming with you. I don't want to go. I don't want. I don't know what. You don't want to come to my house. On the moon. I don't know what my idiot brother-in-law is doing. That's the other thing that kind of, like, X-Men number one, there was something about that house that just really made me uncomfortable. It's so unsettling and clearly intentionally so. too happy and too excited. Especially, I loved the whole Cable having the conversation. Just like, Mom, can I trade guns with... Uh, 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 Ch- Chorg or Chor. I, I'm so terrible at remembering the Star Jammers names. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this one's got anti-matter rounds. Yeah, yeah. Got anti-matter. yeah. He was just like, man, I want to trade guns. So I actually, so that is actually a good thing. That is, that's a good point to bring up. That is one of the you had asked earlier, Brian. What was set up before this book? Yeah, de-aging Cable was a thing that did happen. Yeah, because I saw him fairly on recently. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that was on Hickman's request, so or if someone just did it and Hickman went, "Oh, perfect." That's worked out was, nicely. Yeah. I was confused. I didn't know if maybe Cable had actually been born in the timeline and was just that age, or if he was. I mean, you said de aged. So. Well, de I guess de aged isn't. I'm so de aged is more of an editorial comment. So you remember the Bendis thing where the disc? So the if anyone doesn't know, Bendis's big conceit of his X Men run was the original five X Men from the '60s came forward in time mm-hmm. so teenage cyclops uh gene beast Iceman, and angel showed up in the present day and were like what the fuck happened to us yeah what did you all do we fucking Wait, suck i'm, I'm <laughs> fucking hitler now yeah. i can't be that what the hell yeah and that was like bendis's conceit it was a really fun book it was really good the way they got them back in time was that teenage cable came back in time because he, being a time traveler, understood that the time displacement of these five X-Men was going to fuck everything up. So he killed his older self mm. and then got them back in time. Gotcha. He's responsible for sending them back. Oh, yeah, that's So right. that's, but he's still now here and he killed his older, older self. Okay, so the cable that is in this current run is still from the future. Still from the future. He's just not as he's you know fifteen he is, years less than the regular. Because he is Cyclops's son, right? He's, yeah. It's still the cable you know. Yeah. It's just earlier in the timeline. Yeah. He showed up, killed himself, and basically murdered his way to get to the original five X Men. Goes, no, no, no! I'm dragging you back to the past because this is not fucking working. Yeah, things go real bad in my future now. Thanks a lot, assholes. Get the fuck back. Good job, yeah. Beast. Way to. Fuck it up for everyone. And he made um, Jean wipe all their minds, including her own, to not remember. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's still here. So that's the current, that is the current cable. And that's long enough ago that I I don't think that is Hickman related. I think Hickman just went all perfect. It did lead to one of my favorite lines in Marvel Comics when Richard Ryder finally came back as Nova and he's in that treehouse or in a treehouse or something or in that ship with Cyclops and a bunch, the young Cyclops and a few of the other young ones. And he's asking what's going on. And uh, young Cyclops goes, well, why are you so young? He's like, oh, no, I'm from the past. My older self from the from this timeline is 
you know, off doing this, that, and the other, and Richard just, or Ryder just looks at him and goes, I hate everything about that sentence. <laughs> Richard Ryder has been used a couple of times. So you remember, so Corey, you remember the Guardians of the Galaxy films? Of course. Remember the Nova Corps? Yes. So in the comics, there's like a, a human who is a Nova Corps member who's like Nova. Um, it's kind of Green Lantern-ish. Very Green Lantern-ish. In the comics, it's it literally is the in the comics, it's just a rip off of Green Lantern. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, um, it's just a rip off of Green Lantern um, in the comics. Uh, it works both ways. And they have a world mind. So when you saw like in the charts the world mind, mm-hmm. they're referring to the Nova Corps thing. Um, uh, Richard Ryder's been used a few times to be like I've been off Earth. What's going on? And he shows up. He's like, "What the fuck's happening?" Uh, after Civil War, famously, he came back and he's like, "We got to get the Avengers back." And Tony's like, "Well, actually." Uh, the Avengers broke up and Cap is dead and it's kind of my fault. Also, can you register? And was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'll leave for five seconds? Where's my good friend? Uh, what's his name? Who becomes uh, uh, Penance back then? Uh, the, the, the... Oh, I know you're talking about. I can't remember. Speedball. Yeah. He goes, where's my good friend Speedball? And he's like, actually, he murdered a bunch of people um, and now he wears spikes to cut himself. And Nova was like, what the fuck? What? 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 <laughs> And he literally, if he just leaves, he goes, I'm leaving. Yeah. You, you let me know when you sort Richard all this out. Richard is a fantastic <laughs> analog for just any lapsed reader. Because because he's out there fighting threats that, you know, like, he fight, like, I think this was around the time of Annihilation. And he's like, he's like, I lost all my friends and everyone's yeah, dead. Yeah, the Nova Corps has gone. Uh, the, I am the Nova Corps now. I defeated Annihilus, one of the most powerful cosmic beings in the world. And he shows up and Tony's like, well, can you sign this document? Because me and Cap had a fight and Nova's like, you fucking kidding me right now <laughs> this horse shit i just got done saving literally the entire I saved reality and you're giving me paperwork <laughs> and i came back and you're just like yeah Why? we got into a fucking <laughs> argument and now everybody has to have a license nah i'm just gonna and go i was like bro. i'm leaving and literally i think he's like i'll come back when you've all figured this shit out <laughs> this so sounds he, amazing oh yeah nova's great like nova's a really great foil for that because he He's dealing with stuff that, 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 you know, the Marvel heroes, well, the Marvel heroes have fought people like Annihilus and so, Thanos. They don't have the cosmic minds. Like, they can't even comprehend, like, what is out there, you know? So that's what the, what the whole Hawksbox thing. How is How are the Avengers going to take that? And, like, are they going to be I don't, okay? I don't know. And that's, yeah, yeah. They, that's the thing is, that's kind of what I've, I've been, I enjoyed about the whole thing is Charles just basically said, you don't really get a choice. Yeah. No, he's like, mm. there is like, no I, here's the thing. We're not telling you do this or else. We're telling you, look, we're going to we give you something. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to give you something in return. We just ask that you acknowledge our sovereignty. Yeah. That's it. If you don't want to do it, great. Just do us a favor and fuck off so we don't have to fight you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all we're asking. And that's why even I think a good chunk of the Avengers are going to go, I guess. I mean, we've worked with you guys a lot. and mm-hmm. Most of you guys are pretty cool. I don't like the fact that Apocalypse is chilling with you right now. He's kind of an asshole. Same with Magneto. But whatever. I'll be interested to see because I'd like, I'd find. I know Cap is probably going to be on board. Uh, see, that's a really interesting question to me because Hickman, when he wrote Avengers, he had Beast back on the Avengers with Cap for a moment. Mm. And it was interesting. And they kind of have always had to side skirt the Captain America question, which is how could Captain America in America let something like the Sentinels happen? Like, like why would having seen what he's seen? Why on earth would he not be like joining the X-Men at this point? (laughs) You know? And, and I think that, you know, like, like I think that'll be an interesting thing. Cause like, I get like characters like Tony and, 
a few of the others being like, well, you know, that's their problem or whatever. It's weird for Cap. Yeah, you know. Eh, I don't oh, know. oppression? I'm sure it'll be if, fine. If like, that's had, just not, you know. The issues Let that somebody started, else do it. The issues yeah. that started Civil War and, like, mm-hmm. uh, I guess... Avengers versus X-Men was them fighting over the Phoenix Force, right? Yeah, and yeah. that was their first real crack at trying to deal with the fact that the Avengers haven't really handled this massive genocidal oppression that exists in their own country towards yeah. mutants. Yeah. And it was handled... I mean, they addressed it. I just don't think it was very satisfying for anyone. No, because it really it didn't change the status quo at all. And they ultimately had to talk around it. Yeah. They basically had Cyclops be like, Hey, Cap, you kind of been real shitty to us. And Cap's like... Ugh, it's complicated. Like, like that's not you know. Like, like, <laughs> well, you know, I got I got my own stuff going on. And part of that too is Cap's a, is a bit of a different character in the comics than he is in the movies. Because like obviously in the movies, like it's good that they've taken Chris Evans off the board because because there's no theoretical way that the ver- the Chris Evans versions of Captain America of, of Captain America, if the mutant showed up, the idea that Captain America would ever allow any of this to happen. Yeah. Like Captain America would just would be destroying Sentinel facility, you know, like like just that. that yeah, because they've already shown that never he's willing that. to walk away yeah. from the United States to do what's right. I mean, it's always been a tricky issue, um, and which is why they've always kind of been separated. But since Hickman has written all of them before, I think we're going to get a little bit more of that. Yeah. And I'll be interested to see, um, especially now that the comics have moved more towards the films and Captain America become a little bit more of the Chris Evans version. It, there's a lot of fertile ground. I mean, I mean, there's it's one of the most promising beginnings I've ever seen in comics. I, it's it's all yeah, of the best was, X-Men issues I've ever read. It was, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's good. All of it is just a story that as one whole, reading it all as a whole, it feels like its own contained story that's really good. But the way that... House of X, Powers of X, ends. Ten. Powers of ten. Power, whatever. <laughs> well, House of excuse me. It's not the iPhone X, it's the iPhone ten. <laughs> excuse me, do you have any eye touches? Um, but no, the way it <laughs> sets OS up everything 10. is just such a fantastic beginning for... Honestly, this could be a jumping off point for the entire Marvel Universe at this point. It's the strongest Marvel comic I've read in a very long time. I it, things have not. The last time I think I was this excited about comics in the in the current continuity of Marvel was when Bendis took over the Avengers. Like like New Avengers when 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 he introduced that new team. So he did disassembled. It was four issues. It was quick. It was done. He destroyed the Avengers, and then Cap and Iron Man and Spider Man and Luke Cage and Daredevil and everybody met on the. Uh, prison on in the bay and all the supervillains broke out and somebody behind the scenes did it and it was so exciting and cool and interesting what's the marvel universe now and bendis was clearly in control like yeah and it feels it's really exciting and it is it's, it's a very rare feeling in comics to really feel like i don't know what's gonna happen it feels like this is something he's been planning for a long time yeah yeah like this, the amount of detail and everything that's in this is on like to me, I feel like I've never read a Marvel comic as dense as this. Like, it just doesn't... Because I don't think there's ever been a Marvel comic. Including Hickman's yeah. previous Marvel comics. Yeah. They were dense, but this is... Yeah. I think it's worth reading. Yeah, it's... Oh, no. I fervently encourage anybody, even if you've never really been into comics before, sit down and read this, because it'll make you want to read everything. So is anyone continue? Are you continuing? Brian, are you back yeah. on the wagon? Yeah. 
Yeah. Corey, are you? Are I, you I don't gonna... really read comics, but like I'm going to be keeping an eye on this every week. Yeah, I, I want to see the next one. And what's cool is there's an issue every week of all these new books. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that. And if you looked at the schedule on the mm-hmm. uh, the first mm-hmm. X one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, X-Men an, one. an uh, issue of each book every week, or an, one one issue? of the books has one an issue. Goes books, one one. There's an X Men. Gonna... There is an X Men book to read every week. There's a yeah. one and one and one, and then two of them come out the same week, mm-hmm. and then two, and then three. Uh, yeah, I'm sure not all of the books will be winners, but yeah. at this point, well, one, I'm going to give all of them a pretty long leash. Yeah. Like I really want to know what's going on. I'm going to give all of them at least like you know six or seven issues just to be like, hey, what's going on here? You know, yeah. like like this. See, is... see how everything ties in. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on board. Like I'm, I want to revisit this in a few months. And, and then there's another it. wave of books in a couple months, including Wolverine's solo book. What's Wolverine think about all this? He can't be totally on board, right? Yeah, there's no reality in which Wolverine staring down Apocalypse because he even said when Apocalypse showed up that he was just like, I don't. I don't like this. They seem kind of buddy buddy. In the know. future, yeah. In the future, like, but sure. that's a that's a cool dramatic thing. What makes them buddy buddy? Right. Are we going to get to see the story where Wolverine and Apocalypse start to like each other? I'm edgy, so am I. Yeah, I like. I'm oh. brood. What a brood together. <laughs> like I want to see the Brooding issue where it's like Apocalypse. You need to chill out. Have a beer with me. Hey, hey, Logan. Would you like to come to this cliffside and stare at the moon <laughs> and think about things? Yes. Yes, I would. You want to be, th- be brooding, buddies? It's, it's exciting. I mean, it's just an exciting... It's, just, it's, it's awesome to see Charles be the way he is right now. He's very... Confident. Confident. Confident and... It's a little like, malevolent. It's a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little fascist. Yeah. It's, oh it's, yeah. I I like it. But it's yeah. I'm really into it. And the X Men are cool they, again. They got him out of the wheelchair and they got him with the new Cerebro helmet thing. Mm-hmm. And that helmet I'm, is amazing. Jonathan Hickman loves a big helmet. Uh, for anyone who's read Jonathan Hickman, oh yeah, Jonathan Hickman loves him a big helmet. I was and, just wondering, uh, oh, who is that? Hmm, it's a giant blue X. I wonder who that could be. Jonathan Hickman put Reed Richards in a similar helmet in the Ultimate Universe. Yep. The, uh, the white Magneto outfit came from all new X-Men, right? Yeah, from the all new X-Men Uncanny. They have the Bendis run, that yeah. redesign. It was, uh, it was I, Chris Pachella. I, I love that white outfit. Well, I love all those designs. As, But I think that just, that whole run, they're all designed so well. Yeah. yeah. I really like the Jean Grey. Just back in the back. old costume. Just throw it back. Back in the 70s costume. Throw it back to the 70s. Cy- I love Cyclops' new redesign like- outfit. Cyclopses, but I really liked the one from All New X Men. I really liked the uh, the black the, with the big red yeah, over the face. I, I like yeah. it. I liked Wolverine. It's a subtle redesign. It's the orange and yellow. Though. It's the orange like, and yellow, but it's like it's subtle. But like, but that was always my favorite. The the mask is different. It's way more angular and out. Yeah. And also, they took him back to being like really short and stocky. And yeah, yeah, they really they really played. It. I also thought the art was great. I mean, just both books very cohesive. They worked together, but they were different. And you replayed events, and different artists did different events. But it was it was very interesting. The whole thing works together really well. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've kind of run out of good things. It's great. I will never run out of good things Read to it. say about Read this X-Men. Book. We'll probably do another episode about other X-Men stuff. This is probably not our first X-Men episode, but I think this is a really good primer for to like get this into This is X-Men. a really... I would like to revisit this on a regular basis. We can, let's just... We're just going to come on X-Men Are we X-Men now podcast. the X-Men podcast? Yeah, yeah. I'm not against that. Caddy Wampus my, my whole life X. Has, <laughs> my whole life Powers kind of, of Wampus. Led up to this point, because yeah, I've yeah. always loved You've the never X-Men. been more prepared yeah. for any moment. Let's go. Wait till Psylocke. Wait till we get to Excalibur 1 and yeah. Brian's favorite character, Psylocke. Well, 
So Psylocke and Nightcrawler, and I was I was you pretty got, happy. You with got the, some good Nightcrawler in there. I got the, the this scene, some good Nightcrawler the scene with oh uh, Nightcrawler and Logan right before they both died was amazing. That was you got like, some this grade A Nightcrawler. Yeah. I, that was and that was the most humanizing thing of Logan I've seen in a long time. That whole he is genuinely scared for a mm-hmm. moment. It, Am I going to hell? It reminded me a lot of their relationship in I think Uncanny X Force. Uncanny X Force, and it goes back. You know, obviously yeah, it goes yeah, back yeah. to the Claremont. You know, he made yeah. they were friends. You know, but yeah, those Nightcrawler and Wolverine have always been like some of my good favorite team. characters. I. It's a good buddy team. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we nailed it. Read the comic. Read it. Read it. Please. <laughs> yep. Anyway. <laughs> where's my check from Disney? Do, yeah, where, yeah, where's my Disney check? <laughs> I guess we should just end by singing the X-Men theme song. And I'm out. <laughs> no, I was thinking the one with the lyrics. Uh, huh? There was one with the lyrics? The pride of the X-Men pilot. Oh, no. No, no, no. Is it no place to hide? No place to run. The mutant age. Has now begun. X Men, X Men, oh save God. the day, save the day. Uh, X Men, X Men, coming your way. I've been Corey. hordes are on the way. I've decided to I don't like X Men anymore. I've been Steve. And there's one X Men is canceled. Yield that team that strikes like thunder. X Men, X Men, save the day, save the day. X. Everyone's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> coming your way. You've been listening to Caddy Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at CaddyWampusPod. Email us at CaddyWampusPodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly. Tilly.